0: Hallelujah, hallelujah, victory in Jesus. I heard about a mansion he has built for me in glory. And I heard about the streets of gold beyond the crystal sea. About the angels singing and the old redemption story. And some sweet day, I'll sing up there the song of victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my savior forever. He sought me and bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is true. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. Victory is always found in Jesus Christ and in Jesus Christ alone. For the believer, last morning, I read for you from 4 Samuel chapter 17, verse 23, all the way down to about 52, with David and Goliath. The story you know very well that David, a little young man, went up against this huge giant with a sling and just knocked him out and then cut his head off. Hmm. David, after winning the war or the battle, He secured the victory. How did he do it? By cutting off the head. What I am saying to you in these devotions, these mornings, that we must win the war. But please don't lose the victory. David won that victory. But you know something? When we come to 2 Samuel chapter 11 and I read from verse number 1, you're going to see something else. The very same man who won that war and that victory there is something else said about him in verse number 11 now Uriah said unto David the ark and Israel and Judah abide in tents and my lord Joab and the servant of my lord are encamped in open fields shall I then go into mine house to eat and to drink And to lie with my wife as thou livest, and as thy soul liveth, I will not go in. I will not do this thing. And David said to Uriah, Tarry here today also, and tomorrow I will let thee depart. So Uriah abode in Jerusalem that day and the morrow. And when David had called him, he did eat and drink before him, and he made him drunk. And at even he went out to lie on his bed with the servants of the Lord, but went not down to his house. And it came to pass in the morning that David wrote a letter to Joab, and he sent it by the hand of Uriah. And he wrote in the letter, saying, Set ye Uriah in the forefront of the hottest battle, and retire ye from him, that he may be smitten and die. And it came to pass. When Joab observed the city that he assigned Uriah unto a place where he knew that valiant men were. And the men of the city were out and fought with Joab. And they fell, some of the people of the servants of David, and Uriah the Hittite died also. Then Joab sent and told David all the things concerning the war. Here we see David failing to secure the victory. Because of a Goliath in his own life that defeated him. What was the Goliath in his life? David had sinned. And before David would go to God and confess his sin, David kept on sinning and caused the death of someone. Don't you ever believe that Satan will give up and not return? You see, you may win the battle now. But if you are not careful, watch, Satan will be right back on you and you may lose the victory. Hmm. And even the battle that you won before, this battle that you have lost against Satan, may just overshadow all that you did before. He was always looking for an opportune time to attack David. And he's always looking for an opportune time to attack the victors and turn them into victims. You are aware of that. For in Luke chapter number 4 verse 1 on to verse number 13, over and over we see this in the Bible where he did it. Therefore, we have the account of Jesus led in the wilderness for days and for nights. Every day he was tempted of the devil. For 40 days, he ate nothing and was being hungry. And when Satan saw that, he thought, this would be the good time now to attack and he will yield to my temptations. Each time he attacked Jesus, Jesus reminded him, it is written. But you know what? In verse number 13 of Luke chapter 4, here's what the scripture said and when the devil had ended all the temptations watch this he departed from him for a while that's what i want you to see he departed from him for a while so i want to remind you win the war but don't lose the victory remember satan ain't done yet he will come back after you secondly don't doubt the saying, blood is thicker than water. Come back with me to Nehemiah. <laughs> uh, chapter 6. Don't doubt that saying, blood is thicker than water. Nehemiah chapter 6, verse 17, to verse number 19. Verse 17 says, Moreover, in those days, the nobles of Judah sent many letters unto Tobiah, and the letters of Tobiah came unto them. Notice, they were writing an enemy of Nehemiah, but these were people that were in Nehemiah's camp, the nobles of Judah, those that work with him. They were in Nehemiah's camp and they were writing to Tobiah and Tobiah to them. For there were many in Judah sworn unto him, who him? Tobiah. Because he was son in law of Shechaniah, the son of Ara, and his son, Joanna, and had taken the daughter of Mishalom and the son of Beakiah. Also, they reported his good deeds before me and uttered my words to him. And uh, Tobiah sent letters to put me in fear. What's happening here? Tobiah, one of Sambalat's partners, he was getting inside information. Tobiah was able to keep up with what was going on in Nehemiah's camp because he had ties with some of the Jewish workers. These workers were the people that was walking with Nehemiah on the wall and he had ties with them. Watch this. He was related to them in two ways. One, one, his father-in-law, Shechaniah, the son of Ara, he was Shechaniah's son-in-law. In verse number 18, it tells us that he was Shechaniah's son-in-law. Two, his daughter-in-law was the daughter of Meshalom. His son, Johanna, was husband to Meshalom's daughter. So you notice the ties. According to Nehemiah chapter 3, verse 4 and verse number 30, Mishalam walked on two portions of the wall with Nehemiah. The secret cooperation of the Jews with the enemy. Watch this. If any tribe had a stake in the future of the city of David, it was the tribe of Judah. God had already promised that the Savior and King would come from their tribe in Genesis chapter 49 and verse number 10. The scripture says, The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh come, and unto him shall the gathering of the people be. Hey, my time is up. I must stop. But I'm anxious to get back next morning and to share with you a little more about this. Father, thank you, thank you, thank you. Help us, Lord, to be always conscious what's happening, where is happening, and how it is happening. May we always follow your word. And God, we pray that you will always give wisdom in Jesus' name to your people. Amen. God bless you. Have a good day, anxiously to come back next morning and share with you.